The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. I am so excited. I mean, I can always use a little extra cash, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I cannot wait until the check from AFTRA comes in the mail. Who? AFTRA. Who's that? The American Federation of Television and Radio Actors. Oh, the, the, the union. Uh, the union? The, for... Yeah, the broadcast uh-huh. union. I cannot wait. Uh, for my check of all the past dues that they stole from me comes in the mail. That's what I think the Supreme Court ruling means yesterday, that I get all those that money back, right? No, you don't think so? I don't think so. I, I think I it think should. So. I think that I think check should, should come yes, in the mail. I think it should. It should. You don't think it those is? millions they took from people. Because I was planning on standing by the, the mailbox today. Do you think they use PayPal? They, I, think, I think today's day they use I think, PayPal, uh, yes. By the way, after I am on PayPal, I'll go ahead and email you my PayPal address later on. You I'll can take it anyway. You can, if you want to send me a, a Visa card, a prepaid <laughs> Visa, I'm good to go. Gift card? Yeah, they could do that. Target gift card? I'll take it in Target gift card. Why okay. not? Sure. Um, I'll take it just about anything. Starbucks gift card? Starbucks gift card, a bag of money. Ooh. I'll just roll up to after HQ. <laughs> And uh, just open a up. Duffel bag. The, I'll open up the hatchback of my mom's Honda Fit. I just pile that right in there. So do I bring the shovel? They can or do pay I me bring... in pennies, Chris. I'm fine with it as long as I get the compensation that those SOBs stole from me. Folks, I there are a lot of people and things I do not like that frustrate me. Things that it may not be right that I actually hate. There, okay. there are things that can trigger me like, uh, like instantly. Like there's no tomorrow. I hate AFTRA as much as any of them. <laughs> Why is that, Doc? I hate these unions um, as much as any of them. It is such a failure. It is a lie. It is a scam. It is a money-grabbing uh, bureaucracy, adding a bureau- level of bureaucracy that does nothing but work against people who believe in freedom and free markets. That's it. It is an abomination. I know the history of unions, and I know some of the good they did way back in the day. Those days are long gone, and now all it is is a bunch of fat guys that are living off of other people not doing the work. That's it. I bring this up because there was a Supreme Court ruling yesterday that has to do with unions. In a 5-4 to four split, the Supreme Court ruled that non-members, okay. non-union members, okay cannot be forced in certain states to pay fees to unions representing public employees. Wow. What that means, if you're not familiar with unions, if you start a job and it's a union shop, you got to understand we're a union shop here. We're a union shop. We're a union. Local 384. That's right. Stand in solidarity. <clears throat> what that means is if you start that job, and you get hired, not by the union. You get hired by management. Mm-hmm. Chris, we think you'd be great as an egg candler. Oh, you'll okay. be a perfect egg candler. I'm in. Come on, uh, uh, the shop steward's coming around. Uh, Kirk Jones is the egg candler uh, shop uh, steward for our local 384. Okay. Yeah, he is. Um, so you have to talk to him, and you have to join the union. Whoa, I have to. You have to join the union, and if you don't. They're just going to take that money anyways for the dues. But I'm not in the union. Yeah, but you still have to pay those dues. But they're not representing me. Right, exactly. Well, you could be represented, just join the union. But I don't want to. Yeah, then you're still going to pay the dues. 
So no matter what, I have to join. You still no, you don't have to join, but you're always going to pay the dues. See, you always have to pay the dues, but you don't always have to join. Unbelievable. So then the people say, "Well, hell, if I have to pay the dues anyways, I might as well join the union." Exactly, makes sense. That's what they say, right? And by the way, you're probably going to officially join anyways, because if you don't, Kirk Jones and his other egg candler thugs, okay. They're going to go, and uh, maybe your car doesn't look the same when you leave uh, the egg candler shop today. Talk about getting personal. I'm just saying, maybe. Maybe you get a little visit at your house some night from some guys that are just inquiring about if you're part of the union. Encouraging you and your... Hey, maybe your wife and kids get a visit at the supermarket today and ask you to go to school, you know? You know, exactly. They're just, they're wanting to help you out. They, They visit your wife to encourage her to... You know, tell you that you should join the union, you know? Okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah, you know, they they like to put some pressures on, you know? Mm. So they take the dues no matter what, and that has been the rule. And it's been not only legal, it's been accepted. What a bunch of nonsense. How is that America? And their argument is, well, you don't understand, Doc. You're benefiting from all the activities that the union have done. Like what? Well... Higher wages. Okay. Sometimes that's true. Mm -hmm. Many times it's not. And how do, I mean, in total, they mean, well, the standard is you start at this shop, you made $13.85 an hour. And then year two, you're going to make $27.50 and you get the golden parachute uh, benefits and whatever else. Um, First of all, there's a lot of union shops that don't make any more money than Mm -hmm. you would at a non-union shop. And... How do you know that I wouldn't have been able to negotiate a better deal without them? Yeah. And here's another problem with the unions. The unions, I will even give them that in total they've had power and have raised the level of income, benefits as total income package or compensation package and work conditions. I'll say in your average shop, yeah, there's... They get breaks, they get time, you know, to eat, all this stuff. Okay, let's go ahead and assume that they have given that level of, 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 uh, uh, let's say benefit. Okay. Across the board. Let's just say, say it's true. Doc, without those, it would not be as good. Fine. It also stops it from getting any better. Okay. It puts a filter on it both ways. Yes. You say it makes the quality of compensation and work life better? Fine. It raises it all up. What percentage? 10%, 50%, 100%? Okay, fine. But it also puts a cap on it. Mm. There's nobody nobody in management going, hey, that union employee, he works twice as much as the other ones. Let's just give him a raise. Mm. No, no, no. No. We know what his salary is. They negotiated it. It's the bare minimum. They're not going to say, let's go ahead and just give them a bunch of news. No, no, we negotiated. And by the way, the negotiations were really difficult, right? They threatened to strike. It came down to the wire and we had to put a new Coke machine in and a microwave in the commissary and they get an extra smoke break and they get a porn break and whatever else it is. Four more parking spaces up front and all this stuff, whatever. Okay. We pay more of their retirement. Great. Well, I'm not going to give them any more. We already negotiated. It's done. It's over. 
So even if you work harder, there's no possibility for advancement. Hmm. Even if you work harder, there's no more money coming. Sorry, that's not me. Mm-hmm. I would rather sink or swim on my merits. You know how ticked I would be to know that I really succeeded for the company? I came up with something. It saves them money. It makes them money, whatever. And they're like, oh, that's nice. Great, thanks. No, look what I did. Yeah, okay, good. Good job. Oh, you got a union contract. thirteen eighty-five an hour. Okay, great, thanks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. I want the possibility, the unlimited possibilities that come without that union putting a cap on stuff. Now, maybe you want something different, and that's fine. But you should get to decide. And if somebody else doesn't want to join, so be it. And if you want to say, well, then you shouldn't benefit from, you know, what the union has negotiated. You know, All yeah. right. I get that there are some things that you can't segregate me from. If if you've negotiated as part of the union, you know, there's a kitchen that is, you know, 15 by 15 with free food or what, certain times off. Okay, you're going to say I can't use that kitchen. It's just, you know, silly. That's... Um, but compensation, fine. I'll negotiate what I work for. So be it. Yeah. I'm willing to do that. It may be more. I may start less. But to force people and then to take their money is yeah. ridiculous. Very. And if you need any further proof that unions are generally a scam in today's world, I can I can prove it to you in just a couple of sentences. Okay. Hit me. You ever see the shop steward or the uh, the union boss, the regional one? You ever no. meet them? No. Take a look at what car they're driving. <laughs> Is it a Honda Fit? Compare it to yours. No, probably not. Probably a big old hoopty that's pretty expensive. <laughs> Take a look at their paycheck and compare it to yours. Take a look at the type of work they do. It's one thing if they're a union rep for an office. Okay, you all work in the air conditioning. But unions quite often have represented hard-working people. I don't hate the people that work. I have the utmost respect for them. That's the reason I hate the unions. You're getting screwed by the unions. Hard-working people, people that do physical labor, and in the summertime, it's hot, and you come home, and you are broken. You got nothing left in the tank. You're dirty. You're sweaty. You've been at it all day. You pull up to the traffic light. Oh, there's my union rep in the car next to me. What's his car look like and what's yours? What does he look like at the end of his day? What do you look like? You're dirty. You're greasy. You're sweaty. You're tired. He's been sitting on his fat ass in an air-conditioned office all day making phone calls, protecting your rights. How come he's not working as hard as you? And he takes those union dues? Screw that. If you want to be a union rep, even a regional one, you do that extra. And you stand in that ditch and dig with me for 8, 10 hours a day, getting just as sweaty and dirty, not seeing your family because you're putting in overtime trying to make a couple of extra bucks. You do that crap and then spend a couple of extra hours on the phone trying to do right for union. And maybe I'll say you're working as hard as me. But until then, you're just a bureaucrat. You're a middleman. We've, they've created an artificial, unnecessary level of bureaucracy. That's it. And I have personal experience with AFTRA. I started working in a radio station in Detroit and was forced to join the union for our little radio station. What? 
there were five or six six stations that the company owned in the in the city, okay? And they had a a sports talk station and an all news station. Not news talk, news. All they do is news around the clock. Hugely successful. Good station. They had a sports talk station. And they decided to also start a talk station. And that's where I come in. Okay? And they had a couple of music stations too. Well, not all of the stations were union. Okay. The news station was union and filled with uber progressives. And our little talk station was union. Okay. But the sports talk wasn't, and the other ones weren't. And they said, oh, I'm sorry, you got to join to pay those dues. I am one of those few that said, fine, F you, I'm not, pay- I'm not uh, joining, but I'll just have to pay the dues. I just stood on principle. A buddy of mine, some of you may know him, we'll call him Skip. Because? Uh, because his name is Skip. Okay. <clears throat> he actually joined. Okay. Paying the dues. We took two different paths on this thing or whatever. We find out later that the reason the other station, like the sports talk station, mm-hmm. was not union. Okay. It used to be. And they renegotiated their contracts. The employees got together and said, we want to vote out the union. Oh. And the union was pissed. And everybody went into meltdown. So the company offered them a bone and said, when we start our new talk station, we'll make sure they're union. Wow. Interesting. And this is the history of it. So we're working there, um, let's say, four months or so. New station, trying to get it off the ground and build and grow, doing well. And we find out that management is going to flip the format of the station. Okay. To sports talk. Oh. Network sports talk from Mm -hmm. Fox News Radio. Fox Sports Radio. And it wasn't a local decision. This was CBS. Yeah, it was CBS, not Fox. Uh, CBS was starting their sports network. And the corporate head said, we need this to be in as many of the big markets as we can get. And guess what? Our station was the newest and the most likely, and we hadn't built up revenue. And so they're going to switch and put it on there. Management, local management had no idea, did not like this decision and said, okay, fine. We have till the end of the year. This is like June, July to get this right. And we're working on some things because we believe in your format and what you guys are doing. We think you guys are crushing it. We're going to try to put you on one of the other signals. They had all these different plans they were going to work on. And, you know, every week, okay, we're, we got this idea. We're working on it and whatever. And they kept us. And they, they could have just fired us all right then. Local management kept us on. It got to about November. And the general manager came to us and said, guys, we tried all these options and it's just not working out. I'm looking too hot. So end of the year, you know, New Year's Eve's your last, you're, you're off. So you got like six, eight weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. They kept us informed, tried, and I know exactly what they were working on. I was part of the negotiations and it just couldn't pan out right. And then um, told us months out, you know, kept us on the air and said, you'll have a job for the next couple of months or whatever. So you yeah. can time to look for a new job. All worked out. <clears throat> the union didn't do anything for us. Wow. Management kept us informed, treated us that well. The union, we had to tell them that they were flipping formats. We had we had, yeah. we had somebody in the station, in the group of stations, in yeah. the same building that didn't know. We had a meeting where management's like, here's what's going on. We're flipping. Sorry. The corporate edict came down. 
So Skip calls the local shops. It's like, hey, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. What was this? Right. Then called the local, the regional person. They're yeah. like, "Wait, what's going on? We haven't heard anything." This was a day later. <laughs> well, let me see if I could find out any information. We already had the information. We told you, right? <laughs> There's no Radio more. silence for about two weeks, and Skip's emailing and calling. Right. Finally, um, she emails Skip and goes, "Hey, have you heard anything?" Isn't that your job? Right. What am I hearing? What? You're supposed to be in You're supposed there. to tell us. Aren't you supposed to be in there fighting for our jobs? Yes. Where are you going to put us? Where are you going to do? Nothing. You're supposed to be in the manager's office bothering them. Okay, so what are you going to do with this guy? What are you going to do with this guy? What are you going to do right. with this guy? What? Hello? One day, she pops in <laughs> with two of those little um, uh, clamshell uh, con- food containers. You know, they call them clamshells because they open like the oh, styrofoam yeah, thing. Yeah. But the clear ones... That you get with cookies in them from okay. like Kroger or 7-Eleven or Walmart <laughs> or whatever. Where there's like 10 cookies in each one or whatever. Yeah. Two of those pops in, slaps over the top of the Kroger, Kroger logo or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. The local union logo. <clears throat> hands Stops in. Hey, just stopping to see how it's going. Have you heard about the jobs? Yeah. What's going on here? With this? Oh, no, whatever. In the entire time, all the way up to the end, they did nothing to save the jobs. Right. Horrible. Nothing to protect us. Not, nothing to get us other jobs. Nothing to get us other jobs in other cities with the union. None of that. For all of those benefits, the only thing we got was a couple of those cookies, cookies. that they didn't even bake themselves. They didn't even go to a baker. They went to a local <laughs> supermarket, slapped their label on. Meanwhile, management treated us that well. Wow. wow. That's what you get. Wow. We even talked about it on Glenn's show when it was all coming down. Nope. That's after for you. Weak, feckless uh, bureaucracy. You know who still has their job? The shop steward. Really? You know who still has their job? That usually uh, that uh, regional chick, because they wow. work for the union. So they can't. The unions are not working for uh, what's right, what's wrong. They're working for themselves. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag What I Learned Today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.